Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Tuesday, the 10th day of January. We're talking Pirates baseball today with Adam Barry, our Pirates reporter. And Adam, as I stand here in uh, New York City amongst uh, or amidst uh, 20 degree temperatures, you are where right now? I am in beautiful Bradenton, Florida, where it is 70 degrees for Pirates uh, Voluntary Workouts, a week of uh, sort of minicamp-type activities, and a great chance to get out of the snow and cold. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, How long are you down there? Uh, It is a week-long thing. Um, Some guys come and go throughout the week. Some guys drop in, drop out. But uh, for the most part, it's a week of outdoor baseball activities at Pirate City. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people uh, a little envious of you right now, and uh, I am among them. So we will uh, we will forge uh, forward as uh, you are uh, enjoying the weather and getting a tan and uh, soaking up the sunshine, and uh, us poor saps in the Northeast are doing none of those things, but uh, maybe some baseball talk will warm me up, so that's what we'll do, obviously. Uh, Adam, the uh, the theme of today's podcast is uh, you and the other, ni- the other 29 Beat reporters for MLB.com were tasked with uh, coming up with some bold predictions for your respective clubs in 2017. So with that in mind, what is your bold prediction uh, for this Pirates team in the upcoming season? Yeah, mine had to do with the offseason, and I went out on the limb that we've all been talking about uh, here lately and said that they will uh, find a way, step up, and uh, acquire Jose Quintana, the left-hander from the Chicago White Sox. Uh, that is my quote-unquote bold prediction, which usually predictions go wrong in the offseason. But as we've talked about before, this one is kind of based in reality, uh, given their uh, reported and stated interest uh, in just all the ways that he makes pretty much perfect sense for, for the Pirates in 2017 and beyond. Yeah, I think many people would agree. And if you throw Quintana into the mix uh, with uh, Garrett Cole and Jamison Tyone and now Avon Nova, who becomes your number four, and then uh, Chad Cool at the the number five. That's a rotation that stacks up with pretty much uh, any rotation in the game, in uh, in my humble opinion. So we'll see if the Pirates uh, do pull that off. Now, uh, Adam, the question is, of course, you have daydreams about getting Quintana into that rotation, which is great. But the flip side is, what would it cost? Yeah, uh, the the cost would be prohibitive. That might be the thing that keeps them out of the running ultimately. You know, maybe something they can revisit at a later date, given Quintana's contract. He's under club control for another four years. Um, the White Sox are in a position of strength, kind of like the Pirates were with Andrew McCutcheon, where, you know, they don't have to deal him. Uh, they can hold him and 
uh, try to find a better deal at a later date if they don't get exactly what they're looking for. And odds are they're looking for pretty high-end prospects or young major league talent. I think you'd probably start with a couple of the Pirates' top five prospects, guys like Tyler Glasnow, Austin Meadows, uh, Josh Bell, Kevin Newman, Mitch Keller, uh, players kind of, of of that caliber. And it's kind of funny that uh, you know these talks happen and then you come down to minicamp where a lot of those players actually are working out down here and you, you, know, you see them and you talk to them and you're just kind of reminded that these guys have pretty high ceilings in the major leagues and you know, they would be with the team for up to six years when they do finally get to Pittsburgh. So it kind of becomes, you know, when these players are, are real to you, it becomes a little bit harder to imagine parting with uh, some of them, much less, you know, several of them uh, within the same deal. So I'm curious to see how that uh, carries on, but I was asked to make a prediction, and I did so and went out there with uh, Jose Quintana. And uh, a bold prediction it certainly was, and I, I will say that uh, if this trade does uh, get executed and guys like Bell and Glass now and Meadows are uh, become members of the White Sox. I'll tell you, uh, Jim Callis and Jonathan Mayo, they're going to be doing backflips uh, when they see this White Sox team and the and the guys they're going to have in their farm system after the uh, the sale and uh, Eaton trade. So that would be a that would be a minor league uh, farm system for the ages uh, if the White Sox and Pirates can uh, pull something off. But again, as with everything else in life, uh, time will tell. So. Adam, what we're going to do now is uh, transition from the bull prediction into some projections uh, necessarily for the uh, 2017 season. And I uh, got five or six I want to throw at you. It's stuff that we've covered uh, throughout the duration of the offseason already. But let's kind of start at the top. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon coming off a down 2016, the subject of uh, many trade rumors, uh, all hot stove season long. So the uh, the first projection for you, Adam, is – Andrew McCutcheon is named an all-star in 2017, yes or no? Uh, I'll say yes. Uh, you look back at, uh, you know, even the season that he had last year, he you know, hit 24 home runs, he led uh, you know, led the team in RBIs. He's still a pretty productive offensive player. It was just odd to see him down close to league average. I think a fresh start, time off uh, as he comes back will, uh, will definitely benefit him. Uh, he basically said that he never felt right from the start of the season. What you saw the last two months of the year uh, would probably be encouraging toward this uh, projection of him kind of recapturing that all-star form. Uh, so I'll say that he goes out and does that. The other part of that is that uh, all-star picks are typically based more on offensive numbers, and I think uh, it's more likely that Andrew McCutcheon bounces back offensively than defensively. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the defense is rarely taken into consideration uh, for anything involving midseason and the all-star game obviously is the biggest part of that. So if Andrew McCutcheon can put up uh, McCutcheon-esque numbers like he has in past years, no reason to think he won't be in the All-Star game in 2017. Uh, Adam, projection number two. This is uh, this is kind of a bold one on my end. Let's see if uh, you agree or disagree. Both Garrett Cole and Jamison Tyone each win 15 games. Man, um, it's hard to evaluate that just because wins are so dependent on a number of other factors, but I do believe that they will both have uh, really solid years. Uh, Tyone is probably right on that, probably the, the threshold of what you might call that kind of 15-win uh, you know, area. Garrett Cole has obviously proven that he can do it. Uh, he can be a, a three ERA guy or below uh, when he's on his game, as the Pirates hope he will be next season. I think Jamison Tyone can kind of be in that. You know, Francisco Liriano type number two starter maybe, um, if that's what the Pirates need him to be next season. Although the sophomore slump is a real thing, as uh, General Manager Neil Huntington likes to remind us, um, so I'll, I'll say yes. I think that it's uh, that they both could do that. 
Uh, if you were to ask me if they would average 15 wins, I would say definitely yes. But uh, you made this one a little trickier, and uh, I'll stick with my guns on that and say yes, 15 wins for each. Okay, there we go. Like you said, uh, Cole has done it before, and uh, Tyone has the talent to do it now. So maybe that is uh, that becomes a one-two punch uh, to envy uh, throughout baseball if Cole and Tyone can each have a strong 2017 campaigns. Uh, Adam, uh, projection number three, and this is uh, kind of a kind of a down one, but something that I, I think needs to be addressed uh, for one reason mm-hmm. or another. Jung Ho Gong does not end the season with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Ooh, I will disagree. I think if he is going to miss time, uh, based on all the off se- uh, the off the field issues that he's had, uh, including the DUI arrest in Korea this off season, I would imagine it would be at the beginning of the season. Um, and we have seen players most recently. Uh, Jeremy Jeffress with the Rangers come back from a DUI, DWI, you know, crime or arrest or incident without uh, being suspended. Uh, Jeffress served time in a rehab clinic for, I think it was about 30 days and came back. I think, uh, you know, there's still been nothing official from MLB or the Pirates, but I think it's more likely, you know, that Jung Ho Gong would serve something at the, at the beginning of the season and go through the, the paces, uh, go through whatever rehab and uh, help the team decide that he needs. And I, I think he will probably still end. Uh, the season with the Pirates. And that obviously is the hope as uh, we've gone through his uh, off-season uh, or off-the-field, I should say, difficulties, uh, you know, quite elaborately. And uh, we hope that uh, he, you know, gets it together and uh, can be the, mm-hmm. the player and the person that the Pirates uh, hope he can be for 2017 and beyond. Uh, Adam, projection number four, uh, back to Mr. McCutcheon we go. This one is uh, Andrew McCutcheon and Starling Marte swap spots in the outfield. What do you think? I will say yes, although I'm doing that with a little bit of trepidation. Um, Our colleague, Mike Petriello, made some pretty uh, convincing arguments about the merits of Andrew McCutcheon playing right field, Hmm. and that's actually something that I kind of agree with. I think the concern there would be his arm, but I think playing in front of the the right field is a little more shallow at PNC Park. Um, The arm is not as big of an issue. The arm actually wasn't a huge issue in center field this past season, so I think people might be overstating the effects there. And the, the problem with playing left field at PNC, if you're going to move out of center, is that left field is basically a second center, uh, just given the space and the, the depth of the, the left field area at PNC Park. So I'll tell you what, I just talked myself out of that answer. I'm going to disagree. <laughs> I think Marte will be in center field, but McCutcheon will move to right and Polanco to left. The Pirates actually just asked uh, Neil Huntington uh, yesterday uh, whether or not they've solidified anything with their outfield plans, and he said they are still working through the process, which – means they are either still talking about it or they've figured it out and they're not quite ready to unveil it yet. Um, but my guess at this point is Polanco in left, Marte in center, McCutcheon in right. Isn't it great when you can talk yourself out of things? I always find that's a, you know interesting talent that a person can have, and you just did it, so well done. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Mike Petriello, uh, our stat cast guru, uh, providing some convincing arguments that maybe Mr. McCutcheon fits better in right field and Polanco goes to left, as you said. It'll be an interesting outfield configuration come opening day uh, for the Pirates, no question. Uh, Adam, down the stretch we come. Number five, uh, Josh Bell is a top three finisher, assuming he does not get traded, of course, in Rookie of the Year voting of the National League. Boy, I have not quite uh, analyzed the field all that closely, but I'll say yes, top three in the overall uh, BBWA voting. I think he's, more more than anything, he's going to be the first baseman from the start of the season, and uh, guys tend to do better in the rookie of the year voting when they play a uh, full season, get a full season's worth of at-bats. Uh, he's basically already kind of learned how to 
to punch back to the league as it adjusted to him uh, because he did it this past season. He had a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of games, a lot of at-bats, a lot of experience uh, already under his belt. He just barely missed the rookie uh, cutoff anyway. So I think he'll come in with some, some experience, uh, the switch hitter. He'll play most every day. Uh, I will say that he is a top three finisher. Uh, that's a little bit independent of the field at this point, because it's hard to say who'll be in the running, but uh, I think Bell has the potential to have a really, really strong rookie year. Yeah, hard to disagree. And, uh, Adam, to wrap things up, uh, there was once a time where it was odd to see the Pirates in the playoffs. Now we're in a time where it's odd to see them not in the playoffs. After making it three years in a row, they miss out in 2016. So, quite simply, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates are a playoff team in 2017. What do you think? I think they could be a wild card team, uh, depending on, just so much on how uh, the rest of the NL plays out. I think it's really hard to pencil them in as, a, as an NL Central champ just because the Cubs are still around and they don't seem like they're going anywhere anytime soon. Um, but, you know, they have proven in you know, from 2013 to 15 that they are strong enough to, you know, they're a good enough team to, to crack that wild card mix. Um, you know, the Cardinals are going to be kind of a roadblock to that just the fact that, you know, really to say that either the Cardinals or Pirates are going to make the postseason each year, you're almost assuming three teams from the NL Central, you know, if you're going to go out on that limb with the Pirates. So um, that's that's what I'm going to say at this point. I think that they have certainly the talent, just a lot of stuff would, would have to go right. Um, and considering how much went wrong in 2016, why not say all of that could go right in 2017 and they'll be back in the postseason? Yeah, I think the baseball gods owe them. So maybe, uh, you know, to suffer through the downtime of 2016, we'll pay dividends in 2017. So, uh, Adam Barry, great stuff as always. We're going to let you get back to your your sunshine and your, your suntan and everything else that goes <laughs> with the beautiful weather down in Florida. Enjoy your stay. And uh, we will do it again at this time next week, I'm sure. That's Adam Barry joining us here on this Tuesday. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Pittsburgh Pirates. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.